Hello, and welcome to my podcast, Breadcrumbs. This is Ashley, and um, today is a wonderful day. It's Friday. I don't know if you're listening to this on a Friday, but Fridays are fantastic and phenomenal. I love Fridays. But then again, I love every single day of the week. I have like a little alliteration for every single day of the week. I'm like magnificent Monday, terrific Tuesday, wonderful Wednesday, like it goes on. But um, so let's talk about internet dating. WTF. Internet dating is just like you're you're being set up for failure. I believe it's nothing like dating was when I was younger. I'm 35 now. I'm I'm old. I'm a dinosaur. And um like 17 years ago is when I met the person that I married and was with for 15 years. I left him 2 years ago. And the dating world that I got thrown back into is like are, is everybody in the world out of their freaking minds? Like, has everybody lost their minds? For instance, okay, so on on actual dating websites, first of all, you have to like sign up to all these like dating websites. Let's start from the beginning. So you sign up, and some of them like ask you to pay, like um, pay for a subscription to talk to people. Like, I don't understand. This is, they're like milking money out of me just because I'm single. Like, I don't, that's weird. Um, Okay, so you pay some money or you go on one of the free ones, which some of them say they're free. And then it's like, you build this whole profile and you got everything. Then you're like, oh, I might talk to this person that pops up on your, um, you, you are a match list. And then you click on their profile and you read it and you're like, okay, they seem pretty down to earth, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Then you go to message them and it's like $9.99 a month and you can message this person and you're like, oh my God, I just freaking wasted my time right now. Literally. I can't even believe how much time I wasted. I could have been reading a book. I could have been getting smarter and absorbing knowledge and instead I just wasted my time. Okay, so... Let's say you get on one of the free ones or whatever, or you pay for one. You build an entire profile and you're like, how do I encapture my entire personality and let somebody really know who I am just by a profile? So then you try to include all the details that you can about your life that um, you want people to read. When you first start out, because I've been doing this for a little while, and I am... I'm going to compare it to fishing because there is one called Plenty of Fish that I'm on and, um, and it is like fishing. Anyway, so you, um, you include all these things about yourself that, um, you want someone to recognize in you and your personality and hopefully have the same things in common. When you first start out, You only put the good stuff and you appear to be like this super happy person or like there's different ones because some girls like they put 
out like a really rough persona, like they're gangster or something. But they put out, you put out like this really strong, like this is the one way that I am kind of personality. Um, and then as time goes on, you realize with all the different people, you're, you put out a, a general bait, I guess you could say. So you're getting a lot of fish. That's not good because you only want one. In the end, you only want one. So what I do now is I put out very specific things, um, extremely specific. And I put out all the things like I don't mm-hmm. want to have to have a conversation later. Like um, I have five kids. So like it's on there. If you, if you see that, you see I have five kids and you're not okay with that, then, you know, peace. Um, but when you're fishing and you're trying to go for very specific fish, you actually target exactly what that one fish eats and you're only trying to fish in the area of that one fish and you're waiting, you know that you could even get bites from other fishes, but you're waiting for that one fish and it's worth it because it's not just like any other fish. It's the rare fish that you want to catch. Um, I like, by the way, I like fishing as a hobby. Um, I don't do it very often right now because I just don't have time for it, but it's very relaxing, I think. And, um, and if your goal is to just get as many fish as possible, cool. Cause you could just throw out general bait out all day long and get, um, all different kinds of fish. But if you're looking for something real and something rare and something special, you're going to have to be a little bit more patient. Um, and you're going to have to, you know, figure out how to be more specific on how to catch that fish. So back to the dating world. Um, so social media has made everybody pretty antisocial, um, in person. It's almost impossible to meet someone organically because their face is shoved so far up their phone. You try to make eye contact and they're not even paying attention. They're paying attention to their Twitter accounts and their Facebook accounts and like texting and, and, um, you could literally go somewhere that's amazing, like the Grand Canyon. And, uh, it's crazy, but you could look at all the people viewing the Grand Canyon through their phone and there's nothing wrong with taking pictures. There's nothing wrong with videoing experiences, but so many people live the world through their phone and you don't, you don't capture the entire experience, um, in the, and you never will again if you just look at it through a screen. You have to like keep your eyes on the real world sometimes. Um, you can miss you can miss something really great, you know. Um, oh my gosh, I almost got squirted in the eye. That was one of those like air fresheners that just like is on a timer, and it was like three inches from my eyeballs. The poof, anyway, not the actual thing. Anyway, so, um, (laughs) literally, I'm about to die because it's, like, in my lungs now. (coughs) Okay, back to what I was talking about. Um, sorry for all the interruptions, guys. Today, um, so, um, the rare fish, we're trying to catch that rare fish, and, um, it's very difficult 
to um, find somebody organically now. Like I was saying, everybody is just just so engulfed in their phones. And it's, it's sad because like great places. Like I went to Renaissance Festival um, a little while ago and I had a blast. I didn't have my phone like capturing everything. I did a couple of pictures before and a couple after, but I didn't have my phone for the whole entire experience. Um, what I noticed was like when they were doing the jousting event, there was like hundred phones sitting up in the air. Like people were looking through their phone to make sure they had it, you know, in frame, but they were watching the event through their phone. Like everybody else will when they, when they press play on their video that they upload to Facebook, but actually watching it in real life is so much more. And, uh, it's, it's just, I don't know, crazy to me that people would rather experience things through their phones and on Facebook Live than really experience them in real life. Even though they're right there, they can look away from their phone and just experience it. And instead, they'd rather capture it and put it on social media. And I think social media has corrupted a lot of people as far as making them antisocial. More people would rather talk online than in person. Some people can't even hold conversations in person. It's really sad. Like eye contact is hard, <laughs> hard. Um, so we have to result to online dating world. Um, so I've been told like certain sites are for certain things. Like supposedly Tinder is only for hookups and stuff. Um, swipe left, swipe right. Like that's the world that we live in. And, um, I kind of wish I was born in like the 30s where like none of this ever existed and even though I'm I'm a tech buff because I love technology um I think it's some people just like the majority of the world hasn't haven't grown to understand that we're also human beings and we need to experience the world technology is great but um makes us lazy and antisocial we need to not be addicted to it. Um, I'm saying this because technology does make your life easier sometimes, but if you live in a world of technology, then you're not experiencing the real world. Um, so we make this profile and we make it um, after we've learned that we're catching on these regular fish because it's just anybody and everybody. And we go on some dates and we just realize that all we're doing is wasting time because we did we weren't specific enough. Because when you just put something general out there, like, hey, I love to laugh and have fun and hang with my friends, then everybody says that. You know, it's not original. Everyone says that. So it just um it just I don't know, it captures a lot of fish. It's like throwing a net out there and you're just getting a lot of fish. Um, so then you become more specific and you um, talk about um, things. First of all, like me, like I said, I put out there, like I have five kids. Um, I put out things that I know I don't really wanna just 
talk about later or if I'm talking with someone that really like them and then I'm like oh I have five kids and they're like oh well I don't know if I can deal with that so I just put it out there in the very beginning because I am trying to find a very specific rare one-of-a-kind fish um you know I put in in there everything that um I don't put just like all the good things I put some of my flaws in there like I talk too much <laughs> that's why I've that's why I have a podcast, guys. Because I talk too much. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I love to spread love, light, and positivity, and that is my goal. Um, that's why I have a podcast. That's my true reason. Because I, I constantly want to spread the light. But um, <laughs> I do talk too much, for sure. And I'm learning how to listen more, which is good. And... Um, I, I just try to put my like my whole self out there, but it almost feels like you're like vomiting everything about yourself onto this page, and then like people are reading your like personality vomit <laughs> because it's they don't get to know you little by little, and that sucks because that's like courting, you know, that's what courting is about. Like, oh, your favorite color is purple. Like, oh, the, you know you. But then, um, and those types of things I don't put on my profile because that's the kind of things I want someone to learn about me in person that I'm sure isn't going to, like, run somebody away. Like, oh, your favorite color is purple. Oh, I can never talk to you again because mine is red. You know, at least those are the things that, you know, favorites and things like that. I, I think that people can get to know me in person and, um, you don't have to have those types of things in common with someone to have things in common. So I try to put like my biggest um, hobbies and things that I really would like to do with other people on there. And, um, and then some personality flaws that I think would be deal breakers for some people. And then also I put my deal breakers on there, a few of them. Like, um, I'm not going to go into too many details but like one of them is that I don't do low blows so I don't care who you are and where you are um but if you put me down for no apparent reason in any way I will never talk to you again I don't care if we're in an argument if we're sitting there talking about like oh this is the song lyric no this is the song lyric and then we're arguing about that and then all of a sudden you bring up something like oh well that's why you had a bad childhood because you're a bit and you're like what what did you just say to me did you just bring up my childhood and I was talking about a song lyric like you just low blowed me for no apparent reason so low blows are not at all something that I deal with at all like I get a low blow from a friend of 15 years and done we're never gonna talk again um, yes, people have bad days. There's self-control and there's no reason to ever hit somebody below the belt. And it's not that, like I was saying earlier, as an empath, it's not that I, um, it angers me or anything. Cause like being attacked, I, no one likes being attacked, but I always like empathize with the other person. Like, oh, they must be having a bad day and stuff like that. But there's no reason for somebody to low blow you ever. And um, 
it's a negative it's a it's in the positivity bank like that's somebody who's taking a large chunk out so no i'm not gonna let you withdraw a million dollars from my account when all we were doing was um having a discussion heated discussion on what a song lyric is and we could have just googled that to figure it out like there it's literally something so simple or even if you get into a heated argument about something like you know oh maybe you got into a misunderstanding about something with somebody and then um and then they like bring up something that has nothing to do with anything and they're like oh well then you're a whore like what that had nothing to do with the fact that you've been holding on to my uh, belongings for too long and I'm asking for them back and like you just completely just low blowed me why so I stay away from people who low blow and that is also a sign of a narcissist is low blows for no apparent reason and assuming they assume like crazy um so and I don't know why, but that is very common for them to assume things. Like, maybe it's their insecurities. Um, some of them are impatient, but then there are also patient ones. It just depends. But assuming is definitely a key characteristic. And low blows, most definitely. Even the, um, the grandiose ones and the ones that are um, the undercover narcissist. They low blow you um, and it's almost like a sucker punch because you get hit with it out of nowhere and you're like what I just don't understand like it doesn't make any sense why you would completely hit me below the belt and we were having an argument about something else um, so I'm trying to talk about both narcissism and internet dating world in one podcast so i might expand a little bit more on both of them in another one but um i wanted to share this with you because i recently have been like pulling up my net or you know pulling up my my line and there have been narcissists attached and i had to like recognize that and throw them back and um one I have to say specifically um, was someone that how I guess like I noticed from the very I shouldn't have talked to this person any further than this but I noticed from the very beginning I had a negative message in my inbox and it said um, don't you realize like don't you realize that we're not stupid and that you're catfishing obviously one of your pictures um, is from years ago when you were skinny because your most recent picture is you can tell that you have a lot more weight on you. And I'm not actually being explicit as he was in his uh, message, but you get the idea. That's the gist of the message. And I was puzzled because all of the pictures are within like a couple months of each other. And uh, some are even just like, I take pictures a lot and I'm not like full of myself or anything. I just do. I love, I love photography, angles, anything about photography, like changing out the colored filters and there's, it's just fun to me. I love 
photography and then I also do photo art. So, um, I, I love it, but I do not, um, alter my photos for profile pictures. Um, I don't recommend doing that because the bunny ears are cute or, you know, like any of the filters, they're cute, but in person, you're not going to look like that. So it's, you know, I recommend you just stay true to who you are and there's going to be somebody who likes that because everybody falls in love with like somebody. How do you explain? There's somebody for everybody. And if you don't believe me, if you ever get down on yourself and you're like, no one's ever going to love me, just watch an episode of Jerry Springer. Like, there's people fighting over some people on there that you're like, really? That person has two people fighting over them? I think I can get somebody. Like, I'm not judging, but, you know, if... On Jerry Springer, if those people can find somebody to love them, um, everybody has somebody. Everybody is going to have somebody to fall in love with them. So don't be so caught up on the way you look and you have to look perfect because that's what social media does to you. No, everyone is not going to be Kim Kardashian. And then you also have to expect that the person that you're looking for isn't going to be perfect because no one is. There's flaws on everybody. And nobody is going to be like celebrity good looking. Nobody. I mean, there's like a few people out there and typically those people are pretty arrogant. I'm not going to say narcissists, but typically they like flaunt what they got and they're like, I know I look good. So, um, that's typical though. I mean, there are some good looking people that, you know, are down to earth too, but you're, you're not going to get, you know, um, anywhere if you're like, I'm only going to settle for somebody who looks like Kim Kardashian. Because chances are you're not going to find that person. If, you're, if your line is out there and you're only going for looks, you'll get some bites and you'll get something. But the chances are the personality type that you're actually looking for isn't going to fit that. So you have to be a little bit more creative with your you know, with your, or open-minded, more open-minded, I would say, open-minded, because chemistry happens, um, in person, so you're looking at these pictures, and you're like, I'm never gonna give this person a chance, because, um, they have a big forehead, or, you know, like, you're, what, what, why, how do we get all these standards that, you know, I remember in grade school, I had a crush on a guy who, um, like, was, had glasses, and I don't know, it was his personality, it was, like, the fact that he was a class clown, he was, like, a dorky class clown, but he was a class clown, and I really liked him, and it was the chemistry of in-person. If you put that person up on a dating profile, I'll, I'll say high school, because that's weird, don't put a kid on a dating profile, but, like, um, when I was in high school, I liked a guy that I wouldn't have been attracted to in the picture. I wouldn't have been like, swipe left or right. I probably would have swiped, swiped left, but I really liked him after getting to know him and learning his personality. And he was so funny and he just became cute to me because he was so funny. And he really, he was, um, like, he was good looking to me. Like, it wasn't that I was just like, oh, his personality is good, but he looks awful. Like, after 
meeting him and talking to him and being around him and laughing, the chemistry built and I was attracted to him. Um, but if he would have just snapped a picture and put it up on a dating profile, I probably wouldn't have given it a second chance like from the beginning if I was just looking for looks and just looking for like, am I, is this my dream guy? So you have to lower your standards, like not your standards, but your expectations of someone's, you know, of the look of the look of somebody just a little bit, just enough to let somebody in because, um, you're, you're not going to find that, um, perfect person if your standards are all the way to the sky. You're just not. And even people who are models and, you know, people who look amazing, they still get airbrushed, okay? So we're holding up the idea and expectations of perfection that aren't even real, that aren't even actual factual. So just understand that when you're looking for somebody. Typically, I, um, I look at a picture and I'm like, could I see myself with this person? holding hands with this person, talking with this person, um, having a conversation with this person. I, I spend more time looking at their picture because I look at their eyes. I look at, you know, the light in their eyes to see if they smile. Um, I, I kind of, you know, I do look at looks like, I don't think there's anybody who doesn't, but it's not all looks. It's, there's partly, you know, like I'm, I overlook some things. Like I'm not like, oh, this person is, is not celebrity look, you know, so I'm, I'm going to swipe left. So it's, I don't know. I pay, I pay close attention to some of the details. Like, you know, that there's a certain like thing that I like, I like, um, like, the dark hair, slick dark hair, dark eyes, so typically, um, I've been attracted to other types too, so I don't have like a main type, but that's like kind of like something I like, so I look at, you know, the pictures and I'm like, does this person have some of the attraction qualities that I, you know, I like, and it doesn't have to be all of them, but I can see myself, could I see myself talking to this person, hanging out with this person and getting to know them more, that's important. And yes, okay. So then I read their profile, um, and I look for things. Sorry, I had to pause there and go answer the door. So um, the dating world is just absolutely insane. So, um, so. I know that I was like talking about something specific, but I can't remember what it was. So, cause I just had to go answer the door. So, um, I'm going to go back to like my train of thought, what I was talking about before that. And, um, it is the whole idea of, you know, picking up on red flags of narcissists and things like that. Um, I was probably going into way too much detail about my personal stuff anyways on my profile. And no, I'm not trying to use my podcast to date, I promise. I'm not desperate. Actually, um, I've been single for two years, so 
I and I choose to be. And it's funny because I'm going to bring up somebody that I recently was talking to that I know that um, there were a lot of red flags from the very beginning and I should have recognized that. Um, but I didn't let them get my claw, their claws in me. It was basically like only like two or three days of talking. And, um, and I realized from the beginning, oh yes, so I was talking about that situation. I remember, sorry. So my picture um, on one of my um, profiles is a close up. My, like the camera is close, really close up. So when something is really close to the camera, even if it's your face, it takes up the whole entire frame of the camera, the closer it is. And um, it just so happens that it was like just from my like head to my torso kind of close up, but it was close up and it was at a mid angle. I love photography. So all the different angles is, is really cool. I like, you know, a lot of people take, it's funny because a lot of women take pictures from way up high and I like you know, low angles and side angles and different stuff like that. And the reason why they do that, obviously, is because um, the people are the most, I guess it's the most flattering angle, but I just, I like experimenting with lots of different things. So this was like a mid, um, mid body angles, holding the phone mid body and then holding it out, but close enough that my whole body was in the frame. So you couldn't see the end side of either side. Like you couldn't see my hips or the side, you know, of me. It was just like kind of my shirt, like my stomach or my shirt, like went over, you know, my my belly button to the top of my head kind of thing. But close up. So you couldn't see the edges, the outer edges. So this person assumed that I was hiding the fact that I was fat which, um, or overweight, I like using that word better, overweight, but I, like, I was kind of taken aback by it, because he was just, like, putting me down, and being like, yeah, you're catfishing, how do you feel about yourself, uh, catfishing like that, and you know that you're not the size that you once were, why are you gonna put up pictures from when you were skinny, first of all, that person like rubbed me wrong right from the get-go like when I read that I was like why did you even message me if that's the impression that you got why take the time yes I get it like people hate catfishing and stuff and I wasn't catfishing um but I get it like I get it you don't want to be tricked but if you think that's what somebody's doing why rub their nose in an insecurity that they have that they obviously have in order to have taken the you know to put that out there like you know i mean just because someone puts a picture up from years ago and that's not what i was doing but i put myself in the position of somebody who like what if it, i had a picture up there from when i was younger and i was you know trying to hide a little bit of weight type thing and it doesn't mean I'm a bad person um if that's the kind of person that you think I am don't talk to me like if that it's not not for you and you think like you know being an overweight chick is something that you're not interested in and that's what you think I am don't talk to me why was your first message to me something to tear me down if I see somebody and I'm like um one thing that 
I've noticed a lot is that um, guys who don't have hair put pictures up of when they do have hair or they wear hats and cover it and stuff. But my, you know, my thoughts are, okay, well, if I'm not into the whole bald thing, then, and then there are a lot of girls who are like really into the bald thing. So I don't understand why they don't because they'd probably get a lot more um, successful matches if they, you know, are them their true selves because there's somebody for everybody. Um, but anyway, if I see that and I'm like, oh, I think that this person might be a little bit, you know, being a little bit deceptive of the fact that they have hair and they don't have hair. Um, I'm not going to message that person and be like, yeah, I know that you don't have hair. You're probably bald and you're trying to catfish and stuff. I'm just going to be like, okay, well... I'm not going to talk to this person and it doesn't influence my day whatsoever. Like, I hope that they find somebody that matches with them. Why would you message me to tear me down? So then I'm like, should I prove myself? Should I prove that I'm not overweight? Like, it doesn't matter. But I, I don't know, this like side of me came out where I was like, I want to prove you wrong because you rubbed me the wrong way. And so I was like, you know that picture that you were saying that I look fat in? Because he used some derogatory terms that I'm not going to use on here. And by the way, I think everybody is beautiful. Every single person. And I think that everybody should um, portray themselves how they are. And if everybody portrayed themselves how they are instead of hid the fact, you know, their flaws and stuff like that. One, I think more matches would truly be made because that would, you know, people would, people would be like, okay, this is the person that I want to be with, and I can see everything that, you know, they have to offer, and then in person, there's not going to be, like, this big, like, oh, you're definitely not anything at all, like, I thought I was going to meet. That's not going to happen, but then again, our standards have to kind of, like, go back to a real person, and not Kim Kardashian, you know, even she gets airbrushed. So it's, it's, you gotta lower that expectation of perfection. Um, so I decided to, um, send him a picture of, cause I have like lots of pictures on my phone and it just so happens that the picture that's on my profile is, was taken the same day as another full body pic where it was like out because it was a different angle and you could actually see like my whole body. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to play this game because I, I kind of wanted to see what would happen. Like, so I didn't send it at first because I wanted to see how he was going to treat me and he was really mean. I was like, I can prove that I'm not big like you say but um why are you attacking me and and he said something mean and I was like I don't understand why you have to be an a-hole and he's then he just attacked my Christian beliefs and I was like what <laughs> okay definitely red flag narcissist like I should have known that from that from the very first message because when you initially contact somebody if there's a negative feeling involved at all maybe you shouldn't ever talk to that person again but I was just trying to like I don't know I was curious because 
I wanted to see like am I right I just want to find out if I'm right so um before I send the picture to prove myself um he's just like attacking my Christian beliefs and saying like oh good Christian girl now we can see your true colors because I said the word a-hole and uh, like oh okay sure so I send the picture and then he's like well I have to admit that I was wrong would you like to go out on a date Um, he asked me out on a date after I sent him a picture proving myself that well proving that I wasn't what he thought I was doing was catfishing but like I'm like what would I like to go on a date you just attacked my Christian beliefs because I said the word a-hole and like harshly like it wasn't even like it was a full paragraph of him like just putting me down and I'm like okay so <laughs> Um, and I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have name called, but like, you should have read the messages that he was saying about like me being a fat whale and nobody will ever love me. That's why I have to take pictures of my face. And I'm like, what in the world? I didn't say anything to this guy to, to provoke this. Like, I don't understand, but then I do because that's what narcissists do. And I know all too well that unprovoked attack. So um, I've had it for I had it for 15 years. So it was it just took me back to that dark place in my life, and I was like, oh my god. So I proved myself, and then he wanted like to take me on a date, and he was all of a sudden nice. So like how? And he's like, I'm sorry, I was wrong. You have to understand, guys get catfished a lot on here. And I just don't want to be those guys that's deceived by some stupid girl. And even that message was kind of negative. And I'm like, yeah, okay. So um, he pesters me now, like in a nice way though, but he keeps pestering me like, hey, I'd really like to talk to you. I'd really like to get your number and stuff. So um, I end up progressing to getting on the phone with him and I was talking to him on the phone and it was a brief conversation um there were some red flags of arrogance on the phone that I kind of wasn't really into and he doesn't he didn't like to admit the fact that he was wrong he was like look I already said I was wrong about the picture because I I wanted to kind of get a true um evaluation of why he attacked me in the very beginning and he was like I already said I was sorry and you got to bring it up again, just like all women do, bring up things from the past. And he just turned it into a negative thing when literally all I was doing was like, can you just help me wrap my head around like our initial conversation? It kind of started out bad and I just want to know where your mind was at. Man, he just like flew off the handle on me. So I was like, okay, well, um, have a nice day. I got to go. And then I got off the phone with him. So then, like, I get a message, like, ten minutes later. It says, I'd really like to go out, take you out tonight. And I didn't answer back. And um, then I have really bad phone service. So um, I didn't get, like, I got, like, four or five messages at once. Either that or he just, like, rapidly texted five messages at once. But I doubt that. It was probably my phone service. So, like, 
it was like, how about that date? Are you going to call me back? When are we going to talk? And then it went from that to, so I see how it is. Obviously, uh, this is why you're single because you're terrible at communication and nobody will want to be with you because you have five kids and he just like went off on me like the lowest blows like I can't even tell you and I told him some personal things on the phone and the reason why is because I was kind of fishing because I was like I know what my ex would do with this information and I wanted to see if um if he was gonna do the same thing and that's what they do they like they take things about you and they throw it in your face like so um, so like something really traumatic happened in your childhood. So you were, you know, your parent, your dad beat you. Then that person would bring it up out of nowhere. Like, oh, and that's why your dad beat you because you're an idiot. And just like, you're like, what? Why are you bringing up childhood trauma? Because I didn't text you back. Like, are you serious right now? <laughs> and... I kind of like got conditioned to it for 15 years and so I, I know it all too well um, and and I broke free of that so now that I'm completely out of it and not in, you know dealing with it on a daily basis um, it doesn't really bring me down but it took me for a second it took me to those 15 years that I couldn't get out of it and I was like I don't have to deal with this I don't have to talk to this person ever again. They're not involved in my life in any way, shape, or form. And um, and I think that um, I learned my lesson on continuing to, you know, being curious about somebody's intentions. So I think that if someone has a negative, uh, gives you a negative vibe or a negative feeling initially, then... Typically, I wouldn't try to pursue anything with that, even if they like are like, oh, I'm sorry, let me make up for it. It's just maybe their true colors are showing right away, and then they try to cover it um, by something else. And and then again, like some people are having a bad day, so it's hard for me, you know, to say it's 100% of the time going to be the case, because that's what I was hoping was the case with him at first was like, maybe he's having a bad day, and he just got catfished, and maybe he just literally just met somebody today that was like totally different 100% different than what their picture was or like even a different gender and you know it's like what if you just had like the worst catfish experience and that is why he's being this way but I should have gone with my gut at first and been like no I'm definitely not talking to this person definitely a sense of arrogance just permeated the air when you know He's even talking to me. And the funny thing is that um, he brought up those things um, that I told him. But also I fed him some false information. And and in an attempt to find out if he was a narcissist or not. And this is a good trick that you can do. Um, I don't recommend lying to people. So I wouldn't necessarily make something up that is like a deep felt, heartfelt lie. But I, um, I made up something that wasn't true that I said was like a pet peeve of mine. It was like a certain word. And I was like, I don't like that word. I don't like it being told to me. 
it really makes me upset. And I told him that it bothers me on a deep level, which it didn't. But this is like, I'm trying to tell you, like, this is how you can spot out a narcissist and then like laugh about it. Because if you, they feed on information about you. And I shouldn't have given him any true information. Um, somehow the conversation kind of got there. And I was like, dang it, I should not have revealed that. But um, he used it against me in, you know, in an attempt to attack me for no apparent reason. Um, I guess because it didn't text back right away. So <laughs> it's like, what? What? I still, like, I just don't understand. I can't wrap my head around it. Narcissism to me, like as much as I understand it as far as like the logistics of it and the breakdown of it and what the signs are, I cannot wrap my head around being a person that lives that way. It just, that's not a good way to live. You just be so unhappy every single day of your life. I, ugh, ugh. So, um, feed a narcissist false information about yourself if you think that you suspect someone of narcissism. Um, and really quick, they'll vomit it back really fast. Like, really fast. Um, I'll use an example. Like, um, I said I didn't like a certain word being used or described to me or called me being called a certain word. I said that the reason why is because my ex used to use it a lot, which I, um, falsified the word because there is another word that he used a lot, but I didn't use that word because I knew that it would actually really upset me if someone used that word and called me that word because of the, you know, everybody has a thing. And that's one of the things that like, I just don't really like. So, um, instead of using the actual word, I used a different word and I was like, I just don't like being called this word. And, um, like, I don't care, you know, any other thing for an argument or whatever, like to me, arguments happen. And like, I think, you know, some people have thrown around some words that I wouldn't consider low blows, but are still pretty, you know, harsh words. Like a guy calling a girl the B word, um, it's not necessary. Then again, like a girl calling a guy an a-hole, not necessary. Are those low blows? Not to me. I don't consider them. If you tell somebody, look, the B word is really sensitive. Like, don't use that word to me because it hurts me on a deep level because um, that's what my uncle used to call me and he did this and that. Like, if, if you have a reason, a traumatic reason why you don't want to be called something and then someone says that to you knowing that that's the word that's going to low blow you then that's a different case but if you're just throwing around the b word like i don't know i i feel like arguments happen and no relationship is perfect no friendship is perfect so some words are going to be thrown around i typically refrain from using those words but that's just the type of person that i am but i do um forgive easily if you know somebody accidentally has you know, like diarrhea of the mouth where they say some things they're not proud of. But as long as they know that they're not intending to go for the jugular, then I'm okay. When they go for the jugular, that to me, that's a low blow. And I'm, I'm not okay with that. 
Um, and you shouldn't be either. Low blows should be deal breakers. Um, if you are capable of low blowing, then realize um, you need to have more self-control. And if that's something that you do often, that you are hurting people on a deep level just to win an argument. And that is um, a very bad sign. And typically that makes you a narcissist. I'm not going to say um, 100% because I don't know if you embody all the qualities of narcissism, but I would definitely look into it and try to figure out like, is this my personality type? Am I a narcissist? Because if you low blow someone just to win an argument, there's something to be said about the pain that you're um, experiencing deep inside and that maybe you need to get some counseling or some help. Um, but this guy completely used the word that I said bothered me on a deep level immediately not right after that conversation but he used it when I didn't text him back as soon as he felt like I offended him in some way even though it wasn't intentional um it was like you know you're a this and like I, I was like hmm that is hilarious because I didn't actually use the real word, word so it didn't bother me. So it was like, oh my god, so proven narcissist. Never will talk to that person again. I told him that, and also like they twist facts. Um, I told him some things, and then he like twisted them completely. Like he said, um, and that's why you have five different kids but five different dads. And I was like, nope, same dad, 15 years with this person for 15 years. We had five kids together. Um, <laughs> but they like twist things or try to make it sound worse. Um, their accounts of situations are always from their point of view, which is a really twisted point of view and that they never did anything wrong. So like, they could be like hitting you and pushing you or low blowing you, but they will sit there and turn it all around. And their account of that situation was you attacked them. How dare you attack them? Should they even forgive you? Um, they don't forgive easily. They hold things over your head. They, um, they can exhibit a good amount of self-control at times and then at other times not so much or what you would think it's not so much but they they know what they're doing so um this person that i was with for a long time was able to control himself in a populated situation where other people were present um i could say the same things to that person in public and not even bad things, just things that would, I know, would have um, offended this person because, you know, you just have, you have to walk on eggshells around a narcissist because literally just about anything can offend them. But any type of criticism always takes them to that level of attack. They attack you immediately um, upon criticism or if they think that they've been wronged in some way, even if it's unintentional, like, um, they think that you're ignoring them. So they just attack you without even, you know, asking, like, are you ignoring me? I'm just wondering. And, um, or even finding out the facts. They don't, they immediately go for that jugular. They, they're, they want you down and out for the count so they can, you know, feel better about themselves. 
and um, in any argument, they're always right. They they like to prove themselves right. Like, let me Google this and prove this to you. Um, me, I don't even ever care about being right half the time. I mean, sometimes, like, I think with the whole thing where he thought that I was catfishing him, I think the reason why I wanted to prove that I wasn't was because I didn't really want someone to have the idea in their head that I was a deceptive person. Um, but... If I was a bigger person, like, I would, I would show it. Like, I wouldn't be afraid of the person who I am and showing who I am because that, you know, that's me. If somebody's like that, then they can move on. But I'm not a deceptive person. If I gained 100 pounds right now, um, I wouldn't portray myself as smaller and keep pictures of myself when I was younger or, or um, smaller or thinner to um, lead people on to believe that I was that size and then meet them in person and be like, yeah, about that picture, that's, that's not who I am. So I think the reason why I wanted to prove myself was to prove my, um, my morals a little bit, like prove that I wasn't that type of person. Had I, should I have done that? Probably not. I should have just not responded to that person in the very first place I should have just left it at like okay this person is not the type of person that I should continue a conversation with and not even responded but I did and um that's what came of it um another instance that I had was somebody else um that I was talking to, it was actually months of talking to this person, um, because typically I don't just give my phone number out. Lately, I kind of have, like, given up on the whole, like, completely taking it, like, a really slow tortoise, like, taking that slow, slow, slow path of, like, months and months of talking and then getting phone number and then talking on the phone, because I've kind of realized the world I live in is just so going so fast and there's so many like so many opportunities that I'm kind of missing out on because there are some good people out there that just don't want to wait to talk on the phone and that's understandable because like when you meet in person you know with somebody and you meet organically typically people exchange numbers right then and there so I kind of have to understand that you know not everybody wants to move as slow as I do however as far as like affection goes I move so slow like I don't kiss on the first date there's I'm that's really rare I guess and um I've been put down for it like I've been called a prude and that's fine because those are the people that I don't want to continue on with I know that there are people out there who will understand and get to know me for who I am because I think that's where the connection is built you find out you know the the real person that you're talking to and build that relationship and then you can build a, a physical relationship based on that I always believe that the best relationships start out as friendships and then like I hate the whole word friend zone because then I've had a few people that I was really interested in progressing with but they're like oh you friend zoned me like I'm never gonna get there and like it just irritates me because I'm like I didn't put you in the friend zone 
because I don't ever want to date you or I don't want to progress. It's that I literally, um, I am trying to progress with you. I just need to build a friendship first. So, oh, and my time is going to be up very soon. So, um, like, I think I have like four minutes left. So, I'm going to continue this on in the next segment. Um, and this was like a whole hour. So, thank you for listening to me go on about um, internet dating and <laughs> narcissism for an hour. And I hope that you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Spread love, light, and positivity. Um, If you are internet dating right now, good luck out there. It is crazy, crazy. And um, I hope that you can follow that advice. Just be your real self and somebody will come along. And even if you're, you know you're not finding that person right away, just be patient because if you're looking for someone specific like I am, then, um, and that embodies all these certain qualities um, of a person that I know that I want to spend the rest of my life with, then it's worth the wait. And, you know, you don't, you don't have to go on 100,000 dates to find the one person. You can wait for that one person to message you because you've put yourself out there as real and who you really are and you don't have to hide anything. They they know who you are. So um, good luck out there in the dating world because it's crazy. And if you um, have found somebody online and you're, you're dating them, then good for you. Uh, you you figured it out and mastered the formula for internet dating and um or got lucky one or the other um i'm still trying to figure it out so um i think that my my tips though have really helped because i've narrowed down how many people that i um respond to so that's good and um i just wish everybody really really great amount of happiness in their life and um just keep moving forward with your dreams and don't let anybody hold you back and don't let relationships hold you back if you're stuck in a situation that you are you feel if you feel stuck in a situation you should get out because there's no way to feel and um thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast and i hope to I hope to be updating you again soon, probably later today, actually, because I have some more time. So I'll be discussing more things on narcissism and probably more things about me and so on and so forth. Um, If you have any questions, then just email me, Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, suhar, S-U-H-A-R, at gmail.com, and I will bring it up on my next podcast if I get the message in time. Thank you so much for listening. Bye.